them up, knock them down I'm the greatest in my town, I'm the greatest yeah. What's up everybody, Luke Blackenstay here with Caleb Fossum. Welcome to the Uncommons Podcast, brought to you by Doves, which is our new newsletter. So if you have not yet, go to www.theuncommons.co and uh, put in your email address. You're gonna sign up for a newsletter that we will send you an email every Monday and every Friday, and it's going to be the best damn thing that you read all week. Yeah, I've had a lot of people hit me up already that have signed up and they said they love the content. And we're gonna push a lot of stuff uh, through the newsletter. You're gonna find out you know, if you don't have the newsletter, you're not going to find out a lot of, about a lot of stuff. We're going to send you the content. We listen to the content we absorb, podcasts, books, um, music, whatever the case is, and just helpful hints, tools, tips um, that we use that we get from other people in, under, in other industries, such as music, sports, CEOs, all that good stuff. So we're going to provide a lot of value in those newsletters mm-hmm. for free, um, by the way, for free. So um, please sign up. I think it's going to be very, very helpful. And the newsletter is going to get access to the merch that we are creating first before anybody else. So yeah, newsletter is going to get access probably till a week beforehand. And we're not making a lot of merch and, uh, get it while you can. Yeah. Last time his OGFY stuff sold out like that. So, and people are still hitting me up about OGFY and I'm like, you had the chance to get it and now it's gone. Sorry. Scarcity is a, yeah. scarcity is a real thing. <laughs> it what else is. is a real thing? Um, limited qualities. So <clears> now we're going to go, talk about what we're actually talking about today which is limits and how <clears throat> stupid self-imposed limits are and how stupid oh my God. thinking I have a quote, great story. quote unquote um realistically is um excuse my language what is real fucking dumb what's realistic i have a great story so um hashtag together ship shout out to together ship our elite athlete middle school um we're doing a assessment week right where the kids come in we get a baseline you know before we start diving into all the stuff and where they get just potentials through the roof right we're gonna get them so much better they're gonna laugh at these numbers from uh week you know months from now so it's assessment it's just to see where you're at right kid rolls up we're doing i'm doing the pull-up assessment right you know dead hang pull-up kid goes i can't do a pull-up then i go you're we're walking up to the line saying you can't do a pull-up you haven't even tried yet i was like just get up there and give me one just try one he goes i'm telling you i can't i go how about this? Get up there and give me your best effort and, and let's let's get one. And he goes, okay, fine. And he gets up there and busts out seven. <laughs> he busted out seven and I'm like, I mean, he struggled, but he was getting dead hanging. He was itching, but he, he got up there, he got seven. I counted seven and I'm like, I'm like, hey man, listen, you almost didn't even try. You didn't, if you try in anything, you're, you're gonna go farther than 90% of the people because half people don't even try. Yep. They don't even try to attempt it. So I'm like, dude, you sat here and told me you can't even do a pull up. You just did seven. You did seven. I'm like, do you realize what you just did? I'm like, so people don't even realize the limits they put on themselves. You're sitting here saying you can't. I hate that. I hate when my clients or kids I work with or whatever get up here and they go, I can't do that. I'm like, you haven't even tried. How do you know you can't do it? You you haven't even attempted to try it yet. So before, it, it's like, I hate sushi. Have you tried it? No. But how do you know you hate it? Yeah. Like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of my, my spiel on that is just don't limit yourself without even trying first. Yeah, there's a lot of things I can't do, but I'm going to try it try my hardest at it. And honestly, if I can't do it, I'm probably gonna work at it until I can do it. Okay, that's right. My bad, my battery went out for a minute, but we're Yeah, good. that's right, we're cutting, <laughs> we don't even have to cut anything out. But yeah. you made a really good point there. Yeah. So, uh, was that, that was the story? Cause I've got like a few stories about, yeah, that was, that about was a good limits. Story. Um, the first one is, we love the Wright brothers here. And um, for those of you that don't know uh, who the Wright brothers are. Who was your history teacher if you don't know who the Wright brothers are? Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> wasn't Mr. Whipple, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but 
the Wright brothers, uh, they're the reason that we can fly in planes. They basically created the airplane and a whole bunch of other things that help us, um, one, fly, but help us do a lot of other things. Um, so I just want you guys to just think about this. You know, two, three hundred years ago, four hundred years ago, it's completely unrealistic to wrap a bunch of humans in a metal fucking fixture and fly them across an ocean. That's unrealistic. You're, you're crazy. If, if they came in to pitch that idea before airplanes exist, you're like, so listen, we're going to fly a bunch of people in the air in a thousand in a box in a thousand ton yeah box and it's gonna fly itself and we're like yeah get the hell out of here you guys are tripping yeah what yeah. drugs are you on and yeah. then no way thankfully the wright brothers didn't think so and that's the same exact idea of up until a certain point in history the only way you got light was from the sun or from fire it was completely unrealistic to think that you could walk up to a wall flip a switch and the whole room would be lit but really? It. Thankfully, well, Thomas Edison and Nikola Tesla and a couple of other people, because apparently Thomas Edison may have kind of been a dick, <laughs> but uh, Thomas Edison is going to be my reference here. Thankfully, he didn't think so. Thankfully, he was like, no, this is realistic. We can do this. I just think everything that you could possibly think of now is people that, that not test, yeah, tested the status quo that kind of rebelled against what everybody else thought about what real, what, what's realistic and what's not. Everything that we have today was at one point impossible. At one point, it was thought of as impossible until someone went out of their way to make it possible, to work hard enough to find a way to do something, to figure it out. That great word that we figure it out of this is a real thing. Figure it out. You know what I mean? They went out of their way. They tested hypotheses and theories and all kinds of stuff until they found a way to get it done. Now we fly in planes. It's like the number one transportation, right? Like, I mean, I could either drive for five hours to Arizona or get on a plane and get there in 45 minutes, whatever yeah. the case is. So it's impossible until someone tries it. So, I mean... Being a rookie of the year or being the youngest paid NFL or, or Patrick Mahomes contract, everything anywhere is impossible until someone just does it. The youngest to ever go to the league or the youngest CEO, all this kind of stuff is impossible until someone says, fuck it, sends it, and just does it. See, so if you have not yet uh, subscribed to Dubs, uh, the very first edition and talked about uh, one man that is not as famous as he should be. This man's name is Roger Bannister. So, uh, Roger Bannister, for those of you that don't know, is the first person to ever run a four-minute mile. So Thanks to your PE teachers. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. But uh, he ran a four-minute mile, I believe, in the 1950s. Don't fact-check me on that. Um, and DM us if uh, that's totally wrong. But let me Pop quiz knows. When was Pop it? quiz knows. <laughs> exactly. So, Roger Bannister ran a four-minute mile, and let's call it 1951. It's somewhere 1950s. So they started timing and actually seeing the very first time they could actually run a four minute mile. They started actually timing people in the miles in the 1880s, the first time they actually like, timed everybody. They've been running, you know, since, uh, I don't know, the Olympics back in uh, when the Greeks and Romans were around. Like people have been running and actually competing for thousands of years, but no one had ever run a four minute mile. Everybody thought it was impossible. And then they finally said, it might be possible if it's 68 degrees, it can't be in London because the, the air quality is not good enough. There has to be on this type of track. There has to be a couple hundred thousand people there to make sure that the guy's adrenaline is up. It has to be a guy. This is all the things that they said. And then Roger Bannister pissed one day, threw on his shoes. 2,000 people were there on a, a 52 degree, highly windy, very smoggy day in London, ran a four minute mile. What did he actually do? He ran a three minute, 59 second mile. He beat four minutes. First one to ever do it. So they tried for thousands of years to actually run that fast. 
For 70 years, they timed it to see if somebody could actually run that fast and everybody failed. And then one guy did it. And then within one year, three people did it in the same race on the same team. And then since 1951, 1,500 people have done it. Yes, that could be attributed to better training and better gear and all of that stuff. But if you're but someone, someone had to do it. Someone had to do it. Someone had to go first. Why not you? So our question for you for this podcast is what bullshit lie are you telling yourself as to why you can't do something? Because we all do it. I didn't sleep well enough. I'm not, I don't have the money. I grew up in this city. My dad did this. My mom did this. All of that stuff is just data. And it might be true. And we all have our demons. We all have our shit. But you have to take on that responsibility to then be able to move forward and stop telling yourself those lies and say you can't do something because of any of that. Because it's, a, it's all a fucking lie. It's, because you can. It's all bullshit. And the only, the only person, the bullshit lie you tell yourself is this person's doing this. The only person that's holding you back and limiting yourself is you. So look in the mirror. Be brutally honest with yourself like we talked about on podcasts before with David Goggins. The brutal honesty mirror. Go, go to the mirror and tell yourself like the, the truth about everything. The demons that need to come out because you're the only one holding yourself back. Oh, well, I have this. I have this. Well, I had a knee surgery. I had a shoulder surgery. I, I can I can make every excuse in the goddamn world of why I didn't go pro. Oh, the coronavirus, all that. But you're the only one limiting yourself. You know what I mean? Like you're the only one telling yourself these bullshit excuses and lies that's only holding yourself back. Let's find a way to, to make it better. Let's find a way to, to find the positive. Let's find a way to make it work. Figure it out. You know what I mean? Whatever your environment is, whatever's holding you back and I love this saying, you know, DQ started off together shit by talking about how we're in this Orange County bubble and people look at people from Orange County as soft because we're we're guided and we have all these resources. And there's a lot of ways that you could think about this. I've been to the island, the big island in Kona where kids don't have a lot, you know? So there's two ways to look at all this. Kona where these kids are grinding and they their only way out is football. They're working out three times a day. You know, they could sit there and feel sorry for themselves about what they don't have and the resources they don't have, or they could work their ass off and do what and work with what they do have and, and get out, get off the island, go play ball somewhere in the, in the mainland, or vice versa. Orange County, we can use all of the resources that we have. Some people have more than others. Some people have money; they can pay for all this stuff. That's awesome. And they use the resource. We have a friend that you know, one of my best friends that that had all the resources and the money to do everything, and he used it to his advantage. He got a Division One scholarship. It's awesome. Good for you. You know what I mean? Or you could be the one that just, that, oh, well, I'm in this bubble and I deserve it, and then you never get anything out of it. So it all goes both ways. Just whatever your environment is, don't let it dictate, you know, let's use it in a good way. Don't let it dictate and don't let it limit you. You know what I mean? Boom. There's only one person in the world that owes you anything, and it's you. You owe you. You owe it to yourself to eat better. You owe it to yourself to get to bed earlier. You owe it to yourself to work harder, to study harder, to stop doing that thing or to start doing that thing to start that business to give it all a shot you you owe it to yourself but nobody else owes you anything no one. your parents don't your siblings don't and that that can absolutely come across as naive and uh this guy is privileged and all of that stuff and that can all be data and that can all be true if you want it to be sure regardless if it is true or not you still have to take the responsibility the cards you were dealt are the cards you were dealt. You don't get to just reshuffle them for the fuck of it. You don't. Yeah. You have to I play love that. that. You have to play the hand that you were given, regardless if you were given pocket aces or you were given pocket threes. Make it work. Everybody's playing the same game. Make it work. You're not You're not special. Make it work. And so, um, yeah, end it there. That was a great mic drop. And I just want to say <sighs> the cards you're dealt with is what you're dealt with. And like we said, you know, it is, I have a tattoo that says it's my grandpa's saying. It is what it is, what he used to always tell us, tell us kids, tell his kids. It is what it is. Figure it out, deal with it. So um, whatever you got, it is what it is. Let's find a way to get better. Thanks for listening, guys.